Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 17 17 700. Rangers surely have one foot in the last eight of the Europa League. That three-goal victory over Red Star last night, despite Belgrade having three goals chalked off for offside. And what about Alan McGregor's world-class save? Barry Ferguson, how good was that last night? Yeah, it was a, a fantastic game of football. I've got to be honest with you. Um, the first 10 minutes, Paul, I'll be honest, I thought Red Star um, were decent. And once Rangers got the penalty, I thought it settled them right down. It got the fans up there, um, right behind the team. And I thought, I thought throughout the game, um, Rangers thoroughly uh, deserved to to get the victory. Now, if you says to me before the game, um, I, I would have been happy with one 0 or two 0 But to get three 0 it's a fantastic night. But listen, I've still got to go over to Belgrade, which is um, I know myself is a real difficult place to go, but. As you said, they've got one foot in it, but it's still it, they're still not there. Um, they've they've they, they're a good team with a lot of good players. Um, but overall, great night, great victory, and now they need to turn it on to the Scottish Cup now on Sunday against Dundee, which is going to be a difficult game. You went all the way to the final in that competition 2008. So did the man beside you. We've got two titans of the old firm here, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson. John, the final is going to be in Seville and you helped to take Celtic all the way there. Could Rangers go all the way? I think they could. Um, you know, you look at some of the teams that are still left in the competition. They're like Braga. Mm. There's a couple of big teams beaten last night as well. Um, but of course, you've got the, you've got the second leg to come. And uh, I just think the form that they're in, the goals that they're scoring, their away form has been impressive. Going, going to Dortmund and, and winning that game 4-2. Um, making sure the tie then is dealt with back at Ibrox when they come back. And I think they'll do the same. I think it's in Rangers' hands now to lose. They've got a fantastic 3-0 lead. I thought they were outstanding last night. Barry's talking about Alan McGregor, the penalty save. Brilliant, you know, for uh, to have a keeper like that. He's a world-class goalkeeper. Um, a clean sheet, which doesn't matter mm. an awful lot because of the away goals. It doesn't count now. But no, I thought um, once they went 3-0 up, I thought three set pieces as well. You can say they're set pieces, but set pieces are a massive part of the game, Paul, to defend them, you know, in your own box and, of course, to have threats that can go because they're, they're, they're huge for teams now, set pieces. Um but no, you know they've got um, they've got a massive chance now three 0 up. As I said, they they can only now lose the tie, and I fancy them to score, which makes it difficult for Belgrade next week. Because it's a tough place to go, as you know, Barry. We'll talk to you in a second or two. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. What a chance, Barry Ferguson! 
And John Hartson here with me tonight, Paul Cooney, a really special edition as uh, Rangers go in. Well, they've not gone in yet, but they've got one foot in it. Um, Barry, where will we start? What about, I mean, we had the VAR decisions as well, um, which were proved to be correct. But what about the goalkeeper? He came under pressure for the first time, I would say, in the last month or so about his performances. Um, you've said all along, are you kidding? Why would you ever drop him? What did you feel about his performance last night? And first of all, what about that penalty save? Yeah, well, first and foremost, there's been a, a bit of a clamour for me for Alan McGregor maybe to be taking out the team because he's made some uh, mistakes over the last couple of months. Um, but I, I said, be careful what you wish for. He is one outstanding goalkeeper. And I was watching the game last night, Paul, and I was absolutely delighted for him. I thought he was fantastic. John mentioned the penalty save. Um, that was top class. And then he made another four or five throughout the game. And he just proved what a top-class operator he is. Um, look, he has made a few mistakes over the last few months, which is very unlike him. But he's his own biggest critic. That would have um, spurred him on even more. And as I said, I was watching the game and I was sitting there with a smile on my face because I was absolutely delighted for him. And it just showed me how important a player he is for, for Rangers. Phenomenal. What about VAR? Barry, last night was proved well, the to be correct. decisions were right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they got it spot on. Mm. The, the first one with a penalty. Is it yeah. soft? You could say that. I mean, John is a, a forward. He's lost control of the ball, mm. Ryan Kent, but he's trailing foots, went into the, the Red Star defender. He's made contact in the box and for me it was a penalty. And then the offside decisions were, were, were spot on by VAR. Um, but taking that aside... I thought Rangers were fantastic last night and they thoroughly deserved the win. John, as a striker then, the strikers' union, what do you make of uh, the penalty? Well, whether it was, whether it wasn't, Paul, it was given. Mm. And Rangers took advantage of it. You know, we're talking about penalty decision. Are they, aren't they? This will come up every single week. Mm. Um, if you're clever and you're clipped, you're going to go down. Mm. And I think that's what Ryan Kent did. I think there's a slight contact. He's in the box. Defenders should know better. Would you have gone down? Absolutely. Of course you would have. You do you, you know, give your team an advantage. Mm. Um, I can remember not going down a few times and my manager said to me, why didn't you go down? <laughs> I was too honest. Paul. Were you too young at that I point? Was or were you naive maybe? Yeah. I was too honest. But, you know, VAR, we're talking about it, can it come to the Scottish Premiership? I think what it does, it clears up a lot of close calls. Certainly the um, the offside decisions. Last night there was there was... Two or three, wasn't there? Um, but they were correct decisions. Mm -hmm. They were proven to be correct. And, um, you know, it's there. It's in black and white. You can see when they put the lines on the on the screen. Um, you know, clearly you can see that, that they're offside and the right calls were called. And, of course, you know, Alan McGregor. The one thing, we, we spoke about it. Barry was talking about that a few months ago. I think it was up at Ross County. There was a couple of unchar uncharacteristic mistakes yeah. from, from Alan McGregor. Um we spoke about it then on the show. Should he come out to the side? Yeah. Um, but for me, every goalkeeper that's ever lived has got has made an error. They've all made ricks at some stage. <laughs> the best goalkeepers are the ones that make the less mistakes mm. during the season. And Alan McGregor, he makes very, very few. Um, and I thought it was a little bit, uh, a little bit harsh, you know, mm. in terms of. 
Because as well, he's been he's been loyal to Rangers over the years, and uh, he was fantastic last season with Rangers winning the league. And everyone will say, but he's now forty. Maybe that's why there's been the odd mistake. But the good thing was his manager Giovanni von mm. Bronckhurst went, "Don't listen to all the noise that's going on," because you know somebody with the class of Alan McGregor, you know he's going to bounce back. And last night, you could clearly see that that penalty save, strong hand round the post, other saves as well in the game. So um, his manager has been fully justified in keeping him in the side and rightly so. Let's hear the manager speaking about his goalkeeper. I didn't have a decision to make. I know how, how important he can be in the, for the team. Today he showed that, you know, with a great save with the, with the, with the penalty, but also some crucial saves again in, in Europe, which he, which he has made. So uh, I'm very pleased for, for Alan. He's part of the team and uh, we, we, we win together, we, we lose together. Full confidence in him, uh, full confidence in my squad. And uh, we just have to continue and make sure we show the same spirit we show today and character in the in the remainder of the, the games we we're going to play. Rangers fans loving it today. Celtic fans, stay with us as well. Soon we're going to hear from Joe Hart. Somebody that, Barry, you said at the start, that seems people were saying, oh, has he not passed it? And he's been outstanding for Celtic. So we're going to talk about him. We'll hear from him shortly as well. Do you know who we haven't mentioned yet? Well, the scorers, Tavernier, the penalty... What a penalty kick in 11 minutes. Was it? It's not, it was a striker's. Sure. I'm not yeah. sure if he meant to hit it that high. Oh, right. Because he, he lifts it. it. Yeah. He, he lifts he it slap. and he's so consistent. He's so mm. technically good. Um, he sticks it where he wants. And penalties, I've missed a few big ones in my, in my time as a player. But I'm not sure he wanted to go right in the postage so stamp. Is that why he got that elevation? Because you thought for a moment, Barry, it, it looks, this is going to... Yeah. It looks a brilliant mm. penalty. But I think yeah. his heart was in his mouth when the well, ball was travelling. Martin Keown was talking about it this morning with Jim White mm. on uh, Talksport. He said, "What a penalty!" Yeah, he was, was talking about Tavernier. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I think yeah. he could have two goalkeepers in there, and it would still hit the hit the back he, of the he net. He said three. Well, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if you've got a player in your team that that is consistent, because penalties are not easy. You know, we mm. we saw, we've seen sides um, go through go through penalty takers, and you know, keep stay on them until you score. He never seems to come off them because he's so mm. consistent. And that technique he's got, you know, he can, from that right-hand side, he can pick people mm. out. I love, I love full-backs and wingers who can actually... We, yeah. had, we had a player called Alan Thompson. Of he, course. He, he, could, he could put it on a 10-pence piece from 50 yards. He had that much quality in his left foot. And Tavernier is exactly the same. Great quality. The Go Radio listeners remember Alan Thompson on that year going all the way to Seville. And that's where the final will be in May. And Seville could well be there, six-time winners, beating West Ham last night. Barry, how good now? I'm going to move on to the other players, but the save last night. So is that where does that rank in the saves you've seen of a Rangers goalkeeper over the years? It's got to be up there. Just with the, the, the sheer pace in which mm. the player hit it as hard. well. Yep, and for Allen to get down and, and such a strong hand to it. Um, yeah, listen, fantastic save. But do you know what? It doesn't surprise me because mm -hmm. I know how good he is. I know that's something that when I played with him, he did stay behind after training and get players to take penalty kicks into him. Um, so, listen, brilliant save. I'm just delighted for him because, as I said, he's come in for a bit of criticism and maybe rightly so because he's made a, a, a few mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, but there was never any danger any danger whatsoever to Alan McGregor getting took out that team because he's so he's so important to that that Rangers um, team not just because of his qualities as a goalkeeper but his character inside that dressing room 
Um, you need somebody easy. He's somebody you would want in the trenches with you. So he's quite vocal in the dressing room. Very vocal. He's a winner. Um, he hates getting beat. You see that on the pitch. He's Mr. Angry at times. I don't mind that. That shows a bit of passion. Um, but listen, top class performance for him, Tavernier. And I thought Morelos last hmm. night um, was at the top of his game. He was off a wee bit at the weekend um, against Aberdeen. Hmm. The reason why the managers took him off. But last night, Morelos was back to his best. Alan McGregor, the best keeper you've ever played with, would you say? I've said that before. Yeah. So you're, yes. you're standing by it. You can say it again. Yep, Alan McGregor, yep, yep, 100%. John, who's the best keeper that you ever played alongside? Have uh, a think if you want. Oh, no, wait, I, wait, I, I, 17, I, I 17, 17, I played David Seaman at Arsenal. Yeah. He was England's number one. Um, I played with Neville Southall as well. Yeah, for the, Everton. For yeah, Wales. Wales, of course. Yeah. In the 80s, he was the best keeper in the world. Yeah, the flying, yeah. So a couple of good goalkeepers there. Of um, the two of them, who would it be? I'd probably have to say Nev. Nev. Oh, really? Nev. Yeah. Well, Nev won Is the that... title at Everton in '86. Right. He won right. the he won the uh, Cup oh. Winners' Cup. I think they did Everton. I you're going to say David Seaman. Well, he had yeah. Mountfield and Ratcliffe in front mm. of him, and the uh, Bracewell and Reed and Stephen. Oh, okay. And what what a team that Everton had! Sharp and Grey up front yeah, at that time. True. Sheedy, um, fantastic yeah. team. Wasn't it? I know. Howard Kendall. What, what hey, a team they had. We were talking just before coming on here about the two teams that you had, and John was just chatting with Barry about the day. That uh, well, you just left from training. That John thought he was signing for Rangers, and then uh, failed the medical, and then signed for Celtic a few months later. But we're talking about the players alongside you, the De Boers and Newmans, and for you, obviously with Larson, uh, Lennon, Sutton, so many players. How would they compare with the teams today? I think I'll ask you that during the program. How would the Celtic of today fare it's probably, if you were the same age? It's <laughs> okay. probably a question. You're 46 now. For the listeners. Indeed. The supporters. Because well thrown out Barry, there. Yeah. I don't think we're both quite humble. Oh wait, oh wait. 17, so 17, 700. For good the shout. supporters really and it's a question for them. He's getting good at this, isn't he? Directing it towards well, the listeners. Well you know my answer's going yeah. to be. I know. <laughs> I've got to stick up for, for my team. Um, but listen, I go back to that late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. The, the Rangers team that I played in was um, top class, and the Celtic team that John played in, that we played against, was top class. You just need to go through the list of players that were in both of these squads, and there was top quality players involved. Craig Moore will be with us next week on the programme. I think he must have been at the game last night. Now, I've mentioned the players you had alongside you, so many. What do you reckon at home? Give us a call 08 08 17 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. More about Rangers 3 0 win last night against Red Star Belgrade. Barcelona 0 0 with Galatasaray. Atalanta beating Leverkusen 3 2. And of course, uh, Rangers going out to Leverkusen this time last year. Braga 2 0 against Monaco. And as we mentioned, Seville just 1 0 against David Moyes, West Ham. Talk about that during the programme tonight it's the Ayrshire Derby Air against Kilmarnock Kilmarnock could go top of the table and then the weekend it's the Scottish Cup the quarterfinals Hearts St Mirren on Saturday tomorrow evening at 7.45 Sunday 12.30 Motherwell against Hibs and then 4 o'clock Dundee against Rangers and then Monday night Dundee United against Celtic but it's brilliant isn't it it's non-stop game after game so we heard there from GVB more from him shortly about the Rangers performance last night and he is saying hey this isn't over yet so he's got his feet on the ground as um, you well know Barry he is like that let's hear from Joe Hart and he was asked um, it's a treble a possibility for Celtic we play to win so obviously you do the maths with that then it puts us in a good place, but <laughs> it's not quite that simple. It's been proven many times. We're playing Dundee uh, United on Monday, who have every intention of 
of winning, have every intention of winning this trophy. So that's something that we really need to take care of, uh, something we're, we're really focused on. And for us to, to keep the cup competition alive, we can only afford to focus on Monday. And John, in the media today, as you saw in the papers, one of the lines about Celtic was that Joe Hart, uh, Carl Starfelt and uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers have been a, a huge part of Celtic's success. They've only lost 18 goals in the league, 30 games. 18 goals. Well, that's what wins you games, Paul. You know, you build from the back. Of course, yeah, you're strikers. I thought it was strikers when you well, were in doing well, your listen, money. Listen, yeah. strikers have to score goals. Um, of course they do. But the foundations really start at the back. Um because if you're leaking goals, it means you've got to score two or three goals. Barry knows he's managed. If, if you're leaking goals and you're getting a couple of goals every week from your strikers, you're like, hey, come on, lads, have the strikers out a little bit. So let's keep a few clean sheets. Um, yeah, I think Starfeld has got better in that partnership. Carter Vickers has been the, the more demanding one out of the both, the more dominant one, if you like. Has done very, very well as, uh, as Carter Vickers. Uh, and Joe Hart, as you say, 18 goals, but I'm sure he'd be the first to admit, you know, that the two defenders in front of him uh, in terms of stopping the efforts on his goal. Um, I think it's been three three very good signings. Starfelt started a little bit. Um, he made a couple of early errors in his Celtic career, but I, I think he's got the grips with the Scottish Premiership a little bit more now. Um, and it's interesting that Julian hasn't come back into the team. I think the manager looks at this pair and I think he's going to go with this pair for, until the end of the season. I really do. I don't think he'll change it. I don't think he'll bring Julien back in. Um, and I, I would probably agree with that decision in terms of, you know, the the magnitude of the games that are coming, you know, eight cup finals, if yeah. you like, Celtic mm -hmm. have in the league. Um, and I, I think it'd be, I think it'd be risky to change that now, would that break up that partnership, if you like. Um, but no, you go on about them three, you know, um, Starfelt, Carter Vickers and Joe Hart. Uh, they, they played a huge part in, in, in taking Celtic where they are. Celtic fans, what are you thinking then? I know we're away from the league this weekend, but as John says, eight cup finals to go, Barry, and that, that sums it up, doesn't it? And Celtic are in the box seat. You said it, Rangers have to win every game now. Yep, and I'll stand by that. Rangers need to win every single league game if they want to retain their title. I said that two weeks yep. ago, and I think a lot of people looked at me um, if I was crazy, but that's the way I feel. I, I honestly believe in my mindset, and I've said this before as a Rangers player, I expect Celtic to win every game up until the 3rd of April until they come to Ibrox and then Rangers need to beat them and then after that I, I believe that Celtic will win every game so that's the mindset you've got to have and that's hopefully the mindset of the current Rangers players at this moment in time and Rangers have been a bit Jekyll and Hyde we're going to go to the break I'll ask you more about that but, and they have been look at the way they played against Celtic and yet the way they played against Borussia Dortmund the way they played last night it's two different teams. Going to talk about that as well. In the Celtic defence, only 18 goals they've lost, whereas last year, Rangers had won the title by now. But Rangers' uh, defence was so rock solid, but he's had to make changes this year. Different, isn't it? Rangers good in the midfield. Great, great going forward. Fascinating times. The Go Radio Football Show, back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. The weekend is here. Barry, you'll be looking forward to it. The voice is sounding good. I thought you might be a wee bit hoarse after, you know, that 95 minutes uh, non-stop last night Rangers winning. No, I, I was fine after the, the, the penalty and from, yeah. from uh, Tavernier. The first 10 minutes, I, I've got to be honest with you, I was a bit worried. Um, I mean, they had two guys that I really like, Kata yeah. 
and um, Kanga yep. both of them number 8 and number 10 for, for Red Star they, they were proper yep. players and as I said Paul it's not going to be an easy game over no. there and I would imagine that after the game on Sunday the focus on Monday morning will go on to Red Star and Rangers need to go over there and the first 20 minutes for me is crucial um, as long as they, they go out and they're solid and compact and they get through that initial period um, of the game I think Rangers then have got a real chance of getting into the quarterfinals but it's that for me I, I believe they're, they're not in it yet no. and that's the way they're you've got to think because if you think it's go, you're going to go over there and it's going to be easy then you're going to be up against it but listen what a what a result mm. to take over to, to Belgrade next Thursday night Katai Katai must have come back on the plane last night John thinking what happened there? You know, I, I I thought I'd scored. It didn't happen. I mean, when you play it back, there was no question about the goals. But there was some game last night. It was, and it almost looked as if Rangers. You know, that result, um, everything went for Rangers last yeah. night, and take nothing away from their performance. And Barry's absolutely spot on. You go over to Belgrade next week, and you keep it tight. You don't go chasing anything. You you play with. Six at the back, break us down. You have two setters in front of the back four. Um, and you make it really difficult. And, and the, the way Rangers play, even when they play a little bit defensively, um, they've they've got great players to counter. Mm-hmm. You know, Morelos hangs around on the, on the halfway line. You know, Kent, when he runs at people, he scares people to death. That's, doesn't he? And, He's and, back to his and, best, And they can he? be fantastic yeah. on the counter-attack. They mm. really can. They showed that against Dortmund and other teams. Um, and sometimes you've got to play that way. And I think I think the way they get through, I think I can see Belgrade scoring and mm. I can see it getting a bit tense at some stage in the game. Um, but I can also see Rangers nicking a goal and that makes it four. I'm not too sure where they'll concede four. Mm. Uh, I think they might need to score because this yeah. team showed last night... Well, look at Dortmund. Well, they showed yeah. last night, Red Star Belgrade, that they can score, they can play. A mm. um, couple of decisions were really, really close. They mm. were right, they were offside. But... Um, at some stage, I think with the way the way that Rangers play and playing on that that counter attack format, um, they they'll be a threat of their own as well. So uh, I think they'll have to impose themselves mm. on Red Star Belgrade at some mm. stage in the game, but play conservatively in in terms of the, the first sort of twenty twenty five minutes. Do you know what I really liked last night? Rangers went to now up. Morelos got the goal, but before that. The manager had obviously spotted that there was gaps for their midfielders to run in and he's put Lindstrom back in and changed system. I mean, that's a great thing to have as a as a team. You can go for a four at the back and a five at the back. And do you know what that done? That then settled Rangers and made them more solid and then that, that denied Red Star the space to get in behind. So that was a great piece of management for me last night to settle them down again. And then he would flip it again. They would go back to a four. Lundstrom would just move up. So you've got to credit Lundstrom. I mean, going in and playing centre half. Yeah. And it was interesting to hear his interview. He's never played there before. Mm-hmm. That's his That's first right. time he's played there as a as a player when the manager moved him back a couple of weeks ago. So he's now starting to find his feet as well. Lundstrom, he's became a, a big player for Rangers over the last uh, month or so. And the Rangers fans saw that tactical change yeah. last night because they have been a bit critical. Some of them have been kind of murmurings and not so sure about GVB. But um, the tactical discipline is what he was speaking about to us afterwards. Well, I mean, we, we, we already saw it the last round against Dortmund and today was the same. I think the, the key in... Uh, 
in Europe, if you play against uh, really top sides, you have to be uh, dynamic and versatile in, in the shapes you can play. Against Dortmund, it was obvious we had to do that, and today we did it again. So, you know, that's what I told the players as well. If we want to uh, go to the next round, we have to make sure we are we are ready, but also ready to 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 make changes. And he's playing down the victory, saying don't get carried away. To go to Belgrade next week is, is going to be hard. I think the same, uh, maybe harder than today. We have a three-goal difference we, we take with us, but, uh, you know, this, this tie isn't over yet. Barry, you've played there in Belgrade in that ground. What awaits them? It's hostile. There's no doubt about it, but like, I think John will agree with me. That, as a player, they're the sort of stadiums and atmospheres you want to play in. Like, they'll try and intimidate them. But listen, I'm sure the Rangers players um, will know that beforehand. Um, it's a big, long, dark tunnel. The, the guards are all standing there with their vests on and mm. their helmets and... Their, their, their guns or whatever a bit intimidating yeah, yeah but listen that's she's a football player I don't mind that and then mm. once the game starts it's a normal when you play in Europe the flares the fireworks etc are going off uh, throughout the game but listen I love that as a player and I'm sure um, Giovanni will, will mention that and obviously the experienced guys will expect that so I don't think um, that will worry the Rangers players all they need to do is make sure they go over there and be professional and I think if they're professional they'll get through into the quarterfinals You were used to that hostile atmosphere you played at Petaudry many times for Rangers <laughs> not quite like that John what are you thinking then well, in Belgrade did you like that kind of atmosphere in play? did you play in the ground well, there? whether you like it yeah. or not yeah. you, you, yeah. you've got to show your metal as a player yeah. You know, this is where you found out uh, this is where you go and you come away with the right result mm. I remember when we Barry, when they got to the UEFA Cup final down in Manchester against Zenit St. Petersburg, mm -hmm. they would have gone away at a few difficult venues and, and, and did what they had to do at a certain stage and be tactically under Walter Smith and at that particular time. And, and as players, you have to take them tactics on, but you also have to use your own football intelligence on the pitch. And I remember the year that we got to the UEFA Cup final in 2003, we had to go to Anfield. Mm -hmm. And we were one all uh, from the first game. So we know we have to score a goal. Doesn't matter what happens because they've got the away goal. We went to places like Vigo and got the result. Yeah. We went to Stuttgart who were flying in the in the in the in the Bundesliga at the and time. And you went ahead a couple of times, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so to get to a final, you've yeah. got you got to beat these big teams. And you know, a couple of months ago when GVB was was uh, appointed as Rangers manager, mm -hmm. we sat here and we we all said um Will he change from a 4-3-3, like what mm -hmm. Rangers are used to playing? And everyone, no, 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 he won't change, he won't change. It's the Dutch way, it's the Dutch way, mm -hmm. that's how they play, blah, 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 blah. blah. And listen, he's played in World Cups, Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. he's won things as a manager, he's mm -hmm. got enough games under his belt, and he's intelligent, intelligent enough to know he can spot things that maybe other mm -hmm. people can't, because he's, you know, he's studied the opposition. Showed against Dortmund, he could change uh, in terms of formation. Showed again last night, he going to a four. They may need five. They may they may play mm. with uh, with Lundstrom in the middle of that three when they go to Belgrade, and he sees that. And I knew that it would have to it would have to be a case of he will change the system because they'll come up against different systems. Whereas in Scotland, maybe you're good enough yeah. in the in the Premier to go four three three most week. But when you go to another level. That's when you need to change and just tinker slightly with with your with your formation. Barry, he's been speaking about the midfield and he's been speaking about uh, John Lundstrom. The midfield was key today because we had to, you know, change uh, sometimes our uh, our defensive shape. John had a had a really good 
part in that, you know, sometimes to be on midfield, so that making sure we could we could pressure them really early, and sometimes you need to drop in the back five. But uh, in the first half, you know, sometimes he, the timing wasn't right, but uh, the second half he did much better, which gave us also the control, and especially with the ball, um, very good on the ball, which we, you know, can, could create chances. So, um, yeah, more than happy to, with the result today. Barry? Yeah, I, I thought it was um, brilliant tactics because sometimes I think, I don't know if John agrees with me, see when you score a goal, that's when you're at the most vulnerable. Yeah. We see um, it so many times, yeah, don't we? And yeah. I had seen three or four instances, obviously, mm. with VAR, with them getting through, with yeah. the runners from midfield and there was too many gaps. So, listen, Gio's standing at the side, he's identified that mm. and it's clear that they've obviously worked on it in training. Um, going for a four into a five and to be quite honest with you Lundstrom just slips right in there and looks very comfy um, to me playing in that um, centre back as mm. uh, a three so going over to Belgrade don't be surprised if they start like that but they'll flip it during the game and that's a great thing to have as a team that you can flip formation you mm. can have a, uh, a plan B and that's certainly what Rangers have got just now as you said, Barry, at the beginning, you know, they looked a threat, didn't they? And I'm just looking at my notes last night. 11 minutes, what was it, 8 minutes, 9 minutes in, and then it's the penalty. So VAR took a couple of minutes. James Tavenier scores that wonderful penalty. One minute later, Katai's got the ball in the back of the Rangers net, so they were caught out, but it was offside. And then three minutes later, Alfredo Morelos. What a game he had. Here's his manager. Morelos, you saw, he's, he's very important in our game because uh, once he is... Uh, He's there, he's strong, he keeps the ball. Then we can uh, build from that as a, as a team. And uh, today he was, he was really good, scored a great goal. But also at times when we had to play long because they pressured us quite early, uh, he was very strong to keep the ball. And, uh, you know, with the players we have around him and the dynamic and speed, you know, it gives us so much more. John, what are you seeing about uh, Alfredo Morelos? He'd been off the boil for a while, mm. but in the last month or two, in this calendar year, he's back. He's been excellent. Um... Got his 100th goal, didn't he, early in the yeah. seasons for Rangers. Gone past that now. That's a little milestone for him personally. Um, he's unpredictable. I think sometimes yeah. when you play into him, his touch will sort of take him a couple of yards to his right, but he'll roll the centre-half mm. and he's yeah. sneaky quick. He gets across the centre-back and, and makes them foul him. He's very clever. The more games he plays at this level as well, European level, playing against the better opposition, the better he'll become as a player. He's bagging in goals uh, every other week and uh, European goals as well. 32. And, yeah, and that's where you get your, you know, that's where you get people sort of looking up and saying, well, you know, uh, he's getting it, uh, he's doing it at a European level and he's taking his teams and he's winning mm. games for his team. But um, I like him. I've always said yeah. I, I like Morelos. He gets goals. He's a pest. <laughs> he's a pest to play against. If I was playing against him, I didn't like centre-halves being nice to me. No. I wanted him to kick me in the first minute. Why? Because I'm thinking I'm in a game now. I'm in a game now. You know what? You know I want to get the better of him. If the centre half says oh, I was a family, settled in, all right. <laughs> you, you did know, that he, happen sometimes? Of course it did. Yeah, during the game, happens all the time. I'd be saying to my centre halves, "Don't go near him. Yeah. Don't upset him, because if you upset him and kick him from behind, yeah. he, he grits his teeth. He's that type." So who really gave you then? Who would come in and, in Scottish football? I, I can't quite give those things away. Oh, go on. We'd have to pay you more. What I'm saying Chris, is, can we, how's the budget? But if yeah. you if you go and rattle Morelos in the first minute, yeah. I'm thinking, right, we're in trouble because he's angry. And sometimes when you play angry, mm. 
that's when you're at your best. You know, you play angry, you're aggressive. When, when you pass the ball, you pass it angry. You make sure it gets to where you want it to go. You know, and when you're, when you're running across a near post, you're running with that anger, you know. And, and Bruce Rioch said to me once at Arsenal, he said, John, he said, nobody ever won a tackle with a smile on his face. Yeah. That's a good point. It's yeah. absolutely right, isn't yeah. it? So then my point right. with Morelos yeah. is, I, I really like him. He's getting goals, mm. performances. He was excellent last night. and uh, He's a pest. He is yeah. a pest. Mm. He's a player that's got to play on the edge. Yeah. He's got mm. to play on the edge. Um, and the difference I've seen since Van Bronckhorst has come in, um, I don't know whether Roy Mackay's working closely with him. I just think his all-round play has improved. Um, he's not just a goal scorer. I think his link-up play, which sometimes lets him down, is getting better. One thing about him, he runs the channels as well. He's um, worked great last he's, night. He's a physical presence, looks really fitter, strong. Looks fitter, doesn't he, Barry? Yeah, he, he does. You can tell in the strip. He, yeah, he does. You can tell he's obviously looking after mm -hmm. himself. They're, they're obviously on him non-stop. And when he's, when he's on it, I think he's a top striker. I've always mm -hmm. said it about him. I've always liked him. Um, he's always your first choice. Yeah, and he's got to play, as I said, he's got to play with that bit of devilment in him. That that's the type of player he is, and for me, when he's in that type of form, he's um, he's a top striker. For most of us, that was a bombshell that John Hartson tells us that some defenders would say, "Hello, how's the family?" Do you know what? But, I, I, yeah. After John says that, yeah. I, I don't like players for the opposition talking to each other. Uh -huh. Yeah. When I when I watch games, and I think they're talking to each other. Whether there's a player down injured and they're having a chat, mm. I couldn't talk to anybody. No. Did anyone try it with well, you? My, my own teammates. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that. I, yeah. Listen, it's just one. Look, talk after the game. Yeah. During the game, I'm in a war. But that's what makes you the mm. player that you were. That makes you have that little bit of a bit cynical. Mm -hmm. I think all the top players have it. You know, Gerard sure. had it. Rooney has it. You know, that little just be cynical. Just mm. go and win the ball and. You know, be aggressive in the right way. I don't mean mm. go, and, go and kick people and get yellow cards every week and red you cards. You do sometimes. Because you did that, sometimes. Yeah, but that's no good, Paul. I'm no good to Martin O'Neill if, sure. if he's playing with 10 men if, yeah. all the time. Mm. And I'm in the stands for three or four games. You mm. never bought that. Yeah. Just want you to be, push the centre-half back, get your body in the way, you know, stamp your feet, get a hold of the ball and allow your team to come up the pitch. You know, dominate. Yep. Dominate your, your opposition player. You know, Barry did that. That's what you know. That's what made him Scotland mm. captain and such a great player for Rangers. Because he normally, when you come up against somebody in the middle of the park, you generally have more men in your side that that can that can outplay and dominate your opposition player. You generally win the game. John, will you give us your team? Put your team and Barry's team together of the early two thousands and give us uh, your eleven. After the break, okay. we'll ask you about that. Barry, would you do the same? Right, there's a bit of, there's not much snarling going on here tonight because the, the place is buzzing. Rangers winning 3-0 last night in Europe. Uh, could be one and foot, as we're saying. Yeah, exactly, just three points in it. And the Scottish Cup, Rangers could get their first cup. Uh, we know Rangers got the title, uh, but the first cup in over a decade. And for Celtic, they've got the first trophy of the season, the League Cup. And in a year when you know everyone thought it's going to be transition, and it still is, at the top of the table and they're going for the cup as well loads to come up 08 08 17 17 700 we're going to be speaking to you next the Go Radio football show with the taxicentre.com don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi available exclusively to the taxi trade let's go and look at it still light as we head quarter to six the weekend is here the official start is five o'clock Gina and then Paul with Barry 
Ferguson, John Hartson. So two titans, as we said, of the Glasgow Derby or the Old Firm, whatever you want to say. Uh, we haven't spoken about Australia yet, and maybe we won't tonight. Let's talk about what's going on here. Surely the Europa League is more important. The league title and the cup as well. 0808 17 17 700. We're going to speak to Scott in just a second or two. For Celtic fans, you're looking forward to the game Monday night. You've got a bit of a wait, but the manager, well, he'd love to get at least a double. The one clear message we kind of keep reinforcing here is that irrespective of what you've done in the last tournament, whether you've lifted a trophy or not, the expectations are that the next trophy that's available, that you know, you try and win. Um, that's, you know, you can't just say, well, we've won one trophy, that's good enough for this year. Well, then no, that's not how this football club operates. Um, and at the same time, if, if you're not successful, it doesn't mean that you can't be successful in the next one. So, um, you know, I think um, our League Cup run and, and our win was great because it, it was real reward for, you know, a really tough sort of beginning we had um, as, a, as a group. But, you know, I think since then the, the team sort of evolved anyway. Dundee United against Celtic on Monday. At 7.45, it's all for the television here in the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Leon Balligan scored Rangers third last night. The Tavernier penalty in 11 minutes. Four minutes later, Alfredo Morellas. And then in 51 minutes, uh, the header from Leon Balligan. I think the manager has just uh, addressed it. It's that um, tactical discipline, but also that flexibility to just uh, to adjust pretty much. And I think we had a really good match plan. And I think we, we executed to the T. And... For me, it's all about preparation and then even in-game management. We did little adjustments, as the manager said, in half-time. And even during the games, we always get instructions from the side. So I think that just, yeah, it's just perfect teamwork in that in that sense and a great uh, managerial job as well. Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah, so, yeah that's the correct yeah. word, yeah. <laughs> English better than mine anyway. We don't often hear from us, Scott. Good evening. Evening, guys. How you doing? Good. How, how good are you feeling? Uh, just... I'm still kind of I don't I'm not in shocks the right word but I'm still kind of just can I, I I didn't expect us to I expected us to win last night but three 0 and could have been more as I couldn't I couldn't quite believe what I was watching much like Dortmund to be honest but obviously Dortmund was a bigger and better mm-hmm. game yeah you're pinching yourself so what do you want to ask or point out to Barry and to John I was going to say I was I was I was on the Instagram story before I came on you said. Mm-hmm. John said, "Expect us to get to the final." Yeah. Think, do you think we should be expect? Do you think we should expect anything less in terms of like? Because I always see it when you folk ask me, "How do you think we can go?" I always think we can win it because I don't like I don't like expecting us to lose games. Mm-hmm. Oh, Scott, I'm I'm not I'm not quite sure if I says I expect you to get to the final. What I said was, "There's nothing stopping you." I think if you play like you did last night, and you play like you did against Dortmund. You've got every um, every opportunity to get to the final, but you need to be spot on. You need to be spot on when you go to Red uh, Red Star Belgrade next week. Um, a really difficult game, but the Rangers have the Rangers have shown that they can go win games away from home. Ibrox is a fortress. Um, the way the Rangers players felt last night playing in front of that crowd will be exactly the same next week for the Red Star Belgrade players. So men, men, the mental side of it, the mentality has to be spot on. They've got to embrace that challenge next week, next Thursday night. Rangers players have to embrace it um, and come away with a position in the last eight. And then when when you get to the last eight, the bigger teams, you know, you're looking for Galatasaray to turn Barcelona over in the second leg. 
um, at home, at which home. could happen. Of course, yeah. you're looking for Braga to turn maybe Monaco over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monaco over. Um, Monaco, so yeah. the, the, Leverkusen, the, only three two no, down. There's yeah. no reason why you can't get to the final, Scott. I wasn't quite sure when yeah. we word, and I expect you okay. to get there. Yeah. But if you play like you did in previous rounds, and you show the form, and Alan McGregor is on, and, and Morelos is on on these big nights. There's every chance you you could get to the final, mate. That's that's that was my point. And if Rangers go through, it could be your old club West Ham up against Rangers. I, I believe in Europe. You always need the luck of the draw as well. Yeah. You, you want to try and avoid the so-called best teams. Um, certainly, when we got to the UEFA yeah. Cup final, we did miss out in a mm-hmm. few. I would class as top class teams. No saying that Werder Bremen sure. or Sporting Lisbon mm-hmm. or Fiorentina These were great wins. Yeah, weren't very good teams but we did miss the the top ones who, who get put out so if Rangers have a bit of luck of the draw but like, I don't like speaking about it because no, they're not yep. through at the quarter final sure. yet yep. they've still got for me a real difficult game against a very good team and they'll be a different outfit at home you could see last night the manager no want to shake Gio's hand yeah I saw that he's raging uh-huh. he's not happy with him because he was confident coming here to get a result did he go straight up the tunnel yep yeah. Well, I don't like seeing that no. sometimes in yeah. defeat you just put your hand out right yeah. just go on mate you yeah. were better because Rangers were better last mm-hmm. night no doubt in my mind about that but I think it's going to be a, a different game out there I just um, hope Rangers go out with a mindset uh, it's not over Scott here's your manager speaking about your striker Morelos you saw he's, he's very important in our game because uh, once he is uh, He's there, he's strong, he keeps the ball. Then we can uh, build from that as a, as a team. And uh, today he was, he was really good, scored a great goal. But also at times when we had to play long because they pressured us quite early, uh, he was very strong to keep the ball. And, uh, you know, with the players we have around him and the dynamic and speed, you know, it gives us so much more. Manager's getting a lot out of him, isn't he, Scott? Yeah, just touching on what John said, uh, I think, uh, any team who's got a top-class striker and a top-class goalkeeper can go far in any competition. And last night, I think it proved more than most we've got both. Uh, I've been critical of Alan McGregor, but not really sure. I, I was just going to ask you that, Scott. Scott, I was going to ask you, obviously, over the last few months, Alan has made a few mistakes which have been highlighted. Um, were you one of the, the ones that maybe bring John McLaughlin in were you one of the, the supporters who was maybe wanting to change Alan McGregor yeah I was but it was never because of his shot stopping I never doubted any of his shot stopping so even Dortmund, he beat, Dortmund at home he made a couple of crank saves it was everything else like his distribution had been poor Coming, he'd, he'd been glued to his goal line so many times I think the Motherwell first goal balls rolling across the six yard box he could easily come for it but doesn't mm-hmm. But no, I think last night McLaughlin. I I really rate John McLaughlin, but John McLaughlin doesn't. I don't know. He saves a penalty the way he does more than the other saves. Mm-hmm. See, I think Al McGregor's still a top class shot stopper, but it was everything else that me and a lot of Rangers fans were critical of. Scott, would you would you have brought him out then? Would you have brought Alan McGregor out to the team uh, four or five weeks ago when he was having a um, tough a, a few, a few yeah. you know sticky decisions and. Um, blah 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 but uh, w- would you then have changed it would you have brought uh, John McLaughlin in that, at that time at the time probably but mm-hmm. after looking last night I think that shows why I'm 
Sitting here on my jeans, like jeans in a job. <laughs> Barry, <laughs> good answer, Scott. At least he's yeah, honest. Exactly, At least Scott's yeah. honest. Look, yeah. there, we had a few calls in here. Yeah. They yeah. weren't sure to bring him out, and I, I made it clear. Look, I, I'm I a big fan well, of John yeah. McLaughlin. I th- mm-hmm. Scott, I think he's a really good goalkeeper, but he doesn't come close to Alan McGregor. And as I said, he's made a few mistakes, but they've been highlighted because he makes very few mistakes mm-hmm. over the last few years. Um, look, he's getting older. His reflexes. I'm not going to be the same as they were even a year ago or so. Um, but for me, he's still Rangers number one and it's, it was proven last night. Some of this, I mean, the penalty save, we went on about mm. it, unbelievable. And then there was four or five score after that. So for me, Scotland's best goalkeeper by a country mile and also not just about being a good goalkeeper, he's brilliant to have about the place as well. Certainly with this running, eight games to go in the league, Rangers still in Europe, Rangers still in the Scottish Cup. You need guys like that in the dressing room with big characters. Scott, it won't matter who plays in goals if Rangers go through against Dundee. Would you play John McLaughlin though to give Alan McGregor a break? I mean, I saw when at the penalty, no. you know, he was... No. Barry, you disagree completely. No. Yeah, don't change it. No, you play your strongest team because Rangers have not won the Scottish Cup in over 10 years. Mm. So you need to go up to Den's part and put out your strongest 11. I don't care how Dundee have done in a league. It's different. The Scottish mm-hmm. Cup, John will tell you, it brings up some shock results. You go up there with your strongest 11 and make sure you get into the semi finals. Scott, I know you're not the manager, so Barry wouldn't change it next uh, on Sunday. You're the same. To be honest, I'd probably play McLaughlin just because McGregor playing two games in a week. And I think he was a lot more, I think he had a lot more to do in Thursday than he had in, in yep. a, lot, in mm-hmm. a lot of the other. He's that busy he's been last night in other European games mm. so I'd probably play McLaughlin and also we played Dundee at Dens Party early in the season McLaughlin saved the penalty so ah, good, good point up there. ok away from that are you going to see Aaron Ramsey maybe on Sunday Barry maybe well, yeah. yeah Scott you want to see him yeah I've been screaming for Ramsey I think he should have came on obviously Gio's subs against Aberdeen were questionable but sure. they all worked mm. so again that's why I'm sitting here and why he's there well, John, his fellow Welshman, John, you'd like to see Aaron Ramsey. Cup game, Dens Park, the weekend. Yeah, he, he might well play. Um, and I think Barry's right. You don't want to make too many changes mm. because you want to get into the semi-final of the Scottish Cup. You know, it's a major trophy. Mm. Um, Hamden. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and uh, GVB will want to get his hands on a cup. Um, so I, I think, you know, Dundee, bottom of the league, but you can't write teams off. No, uh, you can't write teams off in the Scottish Cup. They they'll be fighting for their lives. You know they'll 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 see getting through to the, you know a, a final or beating Rangers mm. as a as a as a major plus point in their season. Uh, Dundee, new manager Mark McGee has just come in, but um, listen, Aaron okay. Ramsey may well play, and I want him to play because yeah. uh, so, he's Welsh. Wales have got a big game in two or three weeks. Like, so of course, I'd love to see him back for that one. Fading yeah, you down I, now, John. I'm the same as many Rangers fans. I, I'm desperate to see him. I've not seen enough of him. I, look, take away, he's only played 15 against Hearts, 15 against Hibs, 60 against Annan. Annan yeah. For me, with all the injury problem, he's a top class player, Aaron uh, Ramsey. Now, the, only, the beauty is. Gio sees him every single day. We don't know the injury situation. We don't know what type of injury he's picked up. But for me, I would love to see him play. I was fully expecting him to come on because I, I thought after about 70, 75 minutes, the game's over. Yeah. They kind of had, no gave up, but they had, right, that's us. We'll take 3-0 right now. So I was fully expecting Aaron Ramsey to come on and I was a bit disappointed 
not to see him like a lot of Rangers fans but listen Gio's got his reasons he might not be fit enough so we might see him on Sunday but I very much doubt it because it's the Scottish Cup and Rangers need to try and win the Scottish Cup need, and you need fully fit players need to go to the news John the problem you've got is if he doesn't play against Dundee when when do you bring him in do you bring him in in them last eight games eight cup finals you know who do you take out Scott at this stage who do you take out of the Rangers team with these big cup final league games Scott two quick questions are you going through mm-hmm. on Sunday you're uh, going to win yes. you are and scoreline next Thursday next Thursday um, I'll take an hour now Great, thanks for calling. Cheers, Scott. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance, options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi. Let's go! Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel has been saying today, it's hard to focus only in football amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We can fully understand it. Of course, Roman Abranovich, along with other oligarchs, uh, can't be involved in business at the moment. So... Barry, we're not getting into it. We've said all week, though, that we feel for the people over there uh, in the Ukraine. It's absolutely horrible. And um, I think Thomas Tuchel has handled himself well, though, hasn't he? He has handled himself. I watched his interview um, after the game last night and I thought he handled it brilliantly. But in terms of Ukraine, it's heartbreaking. Yep. Watching it, uh, see the kids and the, the families. Um, like it's... As that, that's the best word I can use to describe it heartbreaking um, and as I said to you I've seen a 12 year old boy travel 600 miles himself because yeah. his father had to stay behind and, and fight and I think his mother had passed away wow. um, two or three yeah, years before so yeah. no, it's heartbreaking and hopefully yeah. at some stage this, this war stops absolutely dictators out of control in too many areas and uh, yeah our thoughts and prayers with uh, the people there in Ukraine and so many of the Russians who won't want to be there either who don't know what's going on and, uh, you know, they get fed the uh, the line from, from Putin. But football goes on at Chelsea, although, I mean, they could be in difficulty, but I'm hoping it will be sorted out. We see a number of people are in there. I know they're talking somewhere between two and a half and three billion pounds is what it would cost there for the football club. Um, and it just shows you in England now he was the first wasn't he of the super super rich people coming in you've got Man City now um, with sovereign wealth in there we've now got Newcastle United it's on a completely other scale John isn't it from not that long ago you played down in England at Arsenal West Ham and but it's, yeah. the, it's the super oh yeah the they're, oligarchs in absolute fortunes now mm. and these billionaires are taking over I'm not sure if they know much about football they see it as a business yeah um, but you know if you're if you're fortunate enough that uh, somebody comes into your club, I'm not particularly talking about Chelsea no. or anybody else, mm. but if you're fortunate somebody comes in, even at Barry's level, if you've got a multi-millionaire mm. that is local and he sponsors your, your club when Barry was managing, go and buy the best players, it takes you up the league. You mean um, David Murray at that time? 
Well, exactly right. Yeah, you know, there's, sure. there's, there's been issues, there's, there's been different owners, but what I'm saying is yeah. money certainly helps, doesn't it? Did. John, you've got to give us your team then. So the joint, we've got John Hartson and Barry Ferguson, and we were just talking before the programme about Rangers, obviously. Phenomenal last night. In fact, let's hear from GVB, first of all, uh, about VAR. And actually, if you heard the three goals chopped off, you'd say, what? But... Um, VAR and the referee got it right last night. This was goals for Red Star that quite rightly were chopped off. 3-0 Rangers. Here's the manager speaking about VAR. You know, it's there, but as you said, you know, I think the waiting game, you know, between the, the moment and the, the actual decision, I think it's for all of us, you know, you're just anxious to wait what, what will happen, you know, as, as the penalty we got or if you score a goal, the, the goal they scored, which was offside. You know, in the end, I think it's uh, it's for a reason. It's good because it takes all the errors away from the uh, from the referees. It's only for helping them. But you know, if it if it has to uh, to be that we have uh, one minute or one half minute, you know, uh, to wait for a decision, you know, so be it. But in the end, I think it's very fair that Far is there to control everything. It does change it though, doesn't it, Barry? That uh, things that are almost innocuous because nobody appealed for the penalty. Let's say I don't think the Rangers players thought it was going to be a penalty uh, uh, to the naked eye. It was eye. only Kent, yeah, that, that did yeah. appeal. And as you say, to the naked eye, yeah. I didn't think it, it was a penalty until you actually go back and watch the pictures. Vars in, in, involved in the, in terms of the the offside decisions as well. I mean, you're talking inches, yeah. uh, and you think, oh, could he be onside there? And it's the anxious wait for. 45 seconds a minute but listen VAR was proved right um, they, they were certainly offside and it was certainly a penalty and the quicker I, th- I believe we get it up in our football the better John we need to get it in for sure yeah. um, they're saying we would be ready at the start of 2023 it's going to happen isn't it I know it's going to cost £125,000 for each of the clubs but we're falling behind all the other countries well, it's, Cyprus are getting it's it it's such a difficult um, job to do yeah. refereeing they're coming under scrutiny. Uh, they can't physically get every single decision right. Mm. They've got a split second to make a decision and, um, you know, they're judged on that particular decision. And with VAR, it's certainly going to help. Mm. And they need help. You know, who would be a referee nowadays? You know, it's, it's a ridiculously difficult thing to do. So with VAR, it'll clear up a lot of close calls. There may still be issues, Paul. There's still mm. issues in England. They still mm. haven't got it right of down course. there. Sure. Look at that decision a few weeks ago when uh, when uh, when that went against Everton. Yep. Like mm. a Man City sure. went to Man City, they mm. got the penalty. That could get them relegated. Oh, absolutely right. So you look at it, and the one thing I'd say is by bringing it up here to the Scottish Premiership, mm. it'll help the referees, and I'm in favour of they need as much help as they can get. Mm. John Harson who enjoyed the match last night, didn't you? You watched the, the Rangers game. I thought Rangers it's quite a out, performance. I thought, I yeah. thought they were outstanding yeah. the way they went about it. Um, three set pieces, I've mentioned it. Set pieces are, mm. are huge in, in the modern game, in both boxes. You know, so many games are decided through set pieces. And, um, you know, they showed good quality, good ball into the box. They attacked the ball very well. Balogun's header, I loved. Mm-hmm. You know, he's almost going backwards and he's, he's had to generate the power in his neck muscles to head it back where it come from. 3-0. Could have been one of yours. <laughs> could have know. been. Yeah. Oh, maybe before I... Uh, but there we are. But listen, uh, it's a great win. And they, they, they got something to hold. We said the other night here, mm. I think Rangers need to take something to Red Star Belgrade. Mm. And they certainly taking more than... You know, the game Three. is theirs now to lose. Yeah. 
isn't it? They've, yeah. they've, they've done the hard bit, if you like. Now they can't get complacent. They go about it well, set up a bit defensively, nick a goal, and they can see themselves through. You can the hear the manager. Eight. He's not getting complacent. Do you think Rangers will go through on Thursday night? In I do now. Yep. I do now. Good. I think they're big, big favourites. And it'll be difficult. They'll have difficult moments in yeah, the game. Sure. But I think they'll get it done. Keep their nerve. Barry, they'll, yeah, they'll bunt yeah. the pressure in periods of the, the game, no doubt about yeah. it. Because they're a very good... Um, very good team with very good players but again it's just been profe- uh, professional you hear uh, Gio there I think he's spot on in his interview we, we don't think we're through yet you go over with the mindset of, um, it's nothing each but, listen it's all sense um, but you know you're going into an environment which is going to be um, difficult but if Rangers are set up properly which I'm sure they will be and it's been proven over a, a number of games with Gio that he can um, tactically He's spot on. You look at Dortmund away, spot on. You look at Aberdeen mm. making changes to go and win the game. You look at last night going 2-0 two, two up and then think to yourself, right, do you know what? Let's sit in for five or ten minutes. Let's um, let's just make sure we're solid. Then the game dies down again. Then he flips it back into a, a four. So if Rangers go over and do these sort of things in Belgrade, I've no doubt my mind they'll go through at the quarterfinals. Would they try and go for an early goal? And just it's possible, but I think there's... I don't they, think they, were very I, I, I think John. Yeah. they were very naive at set pieces, John. They were very naive at set pieces. I think Nick one, yeah. I, I think Rangers start conservatively. You know, mm. they start, um, as I said, they set up not so much defensively. They have a threat going forward mm. with Kent's pace and everything else. But I don't think they will risk earlier on going at yeah. Red Star Belgrade. I think it's going to be. I think they're going to come under pressure sure. early in the game. And Paul, can I say, Cheltenham mm. next week? I won't be there. I won't be having a bet. No, and I haven't had a bet for 10 years. No, I know. But it's like it's like a two-mile horse race yeah. and Rangers start with a mile lead. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. That's the situation. They start three goals up. Mm-hmm. It's like a two-mile horse race. Mm-hmm. They've got a mile in front already. Mm-hmm. Then the rest of the horses start. That's how much of a gain it is to go 3-0 up anywhere. There you go. But listen, 10 years without a bet, Fair play to you, big man. Oh, Ma- thanks, magnificent, Barry. isn't it? Thank you. Absolutely magnificent. There is too too much of it, um, you know, for people but with addiction. We need I to will watch. Say, but yeah. Set pieces. John has mentioned it two or three times. The winning loser games of football. Yeah, mm. are so important in football. Set pieces, and you, that was proved last night with Rangers getting three goals for set pieces. But Absolutely. defensively, I'm you've not, got to make sure you're on it. But they were the way they, they set up at set pieces. I was surprised, Red Star. Mm. Um, In what way? Just. They were zonal. I, I, I just yeah. don't like zonal. You I hate think, zonal. I think I if you go zonal, Martin, I think it's easy to blame people. If you're told mm. to Mark, if I'm told to Mark John, and John scores, it's my fault. I right. hold my hands yeah. up. Is yeah. that what you do, Baz? Do you go? Uh, do you man, go man, man on man? man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John because Morales yeah. was in the lot of space, wasn't he, for his I goal? Was. I know. Yeah. He, I know. He peeled away. Mm. He came off the defender's uh, shoulder. Mm. He's in a bit. He's in a bit of space, and yeah. it's a great finish. You hit it into the ground. Yeah. You know, with that type of pace, it's a, it's a really good goal. But. Um, you know, it was interesting to see he made that himself. He came away from the defender, but uh, no, they were uh, they were all over the place at set pieces against last night. Red Star Belgrade. We're on the socials at Go Football Show, and many of you are on. You're reacting to the piece on Insta there, where John Hartson saying that yeah, Rangers. I asked him, and he said yeah, Rangers could go all the way. Bar- Barcelona are still in there. Bar- Galatasaray, uh, Atalanta, 
winning 3-2 against Leverkusen last night I mean the Germans could welcome back Braga 2-0 against Monaco but still to go to the Principality and uh, oh Monaco Barry that would be lovely wouldn't it one of your favourite yeah, places in the spring there, looking Paul. forward to it <laughs> <laughs> you kidding not got an apartment in uh, Lanarkshire Seville and West Ham a battle of Britain I'm not even going to look at Barry at that point because he won't talk about it until quite rightly after next Thursday but John you'd be in demand there I could see you on you'll be on five live and everything you'll be giving it large down there <laughs> back on match of the day it's, uh, that'd be great I think listen what, we can talk there? about potential can we can radio. talk about potential <laughs> games that would be a battle of Britain one day yep. we've had several of them over oh, the year yeah. the Rangers playing Man United and, and I remember go back to Leeds mm. Absolutely, Hadley, you know, 92. They wow, were, phenomenal, yeah. wasn't it? And we yeah. played Liverpool. We've got a good record. We played Blackburn. Teams, yeah. So the old Battle of Britain That's is right. uh, up against the great games. Yeah. Fantastic. John's desperate for his dimension, isn't it? The yes. Liverpool. Oh, exactly. The Liverpool. Liverpool I mean, yeah. it was one of the amazing games. I was lucky enough to be covering yeah, it. And, I watched uh, it. Yeah. I watched that it. was an amazing. And I remember going in and I could hear, I won't say who, but people you would know from TV. And they were all saying, yeah, yeah, who are Liverpool going to get next? And it was, did you say it was 1 1 from the first leg? The first leg. And honestly, they were going in saying, oh, but who, who, who that, have the got next? Yeah, down there, they, they didn't realise what they were up against because no. they were up against a, a team full of mm. quality. Um, and Graham Souness was taken by surprise as well. You, you know, your old club, Blackburn Rovers. They mm-hmm. didn't expect Celtic to be as good. They played very well at Celtic Park, Blackburn. Uh, yeah. They had Andy mm-hmm. Cole and Dwight York <laughs> up, up top for them in the <laughs> game. A, yeah. And I remember Craig Short. At the back, um, Brad Friedel in goal. Keeper, yeah. And they played ever so well. They should have gone mm-hmm. ahead in the game. They dominated possession, but we scored mm-hmm. from a corner mm-hmm. the last kick of the game. So mm-hmm. we went down to Blackburn, one up. Graham, Who scored? Hendrik um, Larson. Yeah. I got the header in. Friedel yep. palmed it away. Mm-hmm. Larson popped in the, the rebound. And we went to we went to um, Ewood Park. Mm-hmm. Chris Sutton won a title there, by the way. Uh, with Blackburn yeah. um, and Graham said something what well, I never yeah. thought Graham would say mm-hmm. with all his experience he said we'll turn them over at Ewood Park mm-hmm. he said it was men against boys, boys I remember remember yeah. the comments yeah. so we yep. went down to Blackburn boop up on the wall okay. newspapers pinned on the wall <laughs> he's talking about Larson he's talking about the European Cup winners yeah. he's talking about serious sure. you know Sutton, England players Arson, blah 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 and we absolutely Thompson. destroyed Black- played them off the park we won 2-0 Bobo Andrew fuel to the fact. Of course. Listen, Not like Graham Sinus as well. He's yeah, been, he just, has been amazing. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah I know. but Graham, you know, yeah. with all his experience yeah, sure. and everything else, the players are going... Well, it's the emotion, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah but he, I'm, Martin, I blame Martin him for that. If he never says, if he never says that. <laughs> we, we didn't need a team talk. Yeah. Right, what's your team then? We said in the first hour, a few people were asking, put the two teams together, who would be in John Hartson's team? Barry, I think you've got yours as well. So when you played against each other, one of you won the title, next year it was the other one. Who would be your team if you put the two together? Well, from that era, yep. um, I've gone Kloss. I've gone Stefan Kloss. Stefan Kloss, the German. I thought he was a yep. great keeper. Yeah. Um, at right back, I've gone Didier Gatt. Wow. Um, yep. I thought he was outstanding to think that Martin mm. got him for £50,000 wow. from Hibs. That's what, he, that's what he cost, Didier Gatt. Amazing. Craig Moore, one centre-half. Aron. And Johan Mialbi, mm-hmm. the other centre-half. Joined us early in the season, the big Swede. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at Barry's reaction. Yep. Left-back, yep. I've gone with Arthur Newman, oh, yeah. who I thought was a terrific left-back. The back. Dutch master. Got forward, <laughs> defended. Um, and I've gone three across the middle, mm-hmm. um, if you like, because I'm playing a 4-3-3. Okay. I've gone Barry sitting, although he yep. could go forward, mm-hmm. he could score goals. But I've got him in front of the back four. I've got Stilly and Petrov alongside him. 
and Paul Lambert, mm -hmm. a Paul European Cup winner, fantastic player. Um, yeah. And then my front three are Debeau, Ron Debeau, who mm -hmm. I thought was a you know a magnificent player. Dutch played with Boo, can't play with all the great players. Yeah. Um, Henrik Larsson mm. and Chris Sutton. So I've left, you know, I, I'm yeah, putting myself in left there. Your, no, yeah, I, you've I, left yourself I, I don't think yeah. I was good enough to be in that side. So well, but I've you, gone. you, Sutton and Larsson scored 444 goals. Between us. Yeah. yeah. How, how many did you score? 110. Wow. Chris, Chris got 88 yeah. and Henrik got 242. Mm. So in that, you There's know. Some team there, isn't yeah, it? 400, yeah. That's a lot of goals. Who's your captain of the team? Throwing this one at you, uh, I would have to go with uh, Paul Lambert. Paul Lambert ahead of Barry. Yeah, well, I never played under Barry. I played against. Him. I don't know what he's like yeah. as a captain. Never yeah. shared the same dress and organised good nights out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golf days. We'll find out. But Lambo was a great captain, great yeah. lad. No, we both good. lived up oh, in Houston sure. as well uh, together, almost neighbours. And John, for maybe really young listeners, might real, might not realise he came from the Champions League. He'd won the Champions League, but he he, but he, came, the, he came back to Glasgow. He was at Motherwell. Yeah, and Same then he man. went over a PSV for a yeah. trial. Mm. And I think Dick Advocat was a manager. And was I don't it? think it was happening. And then he went yeah. to Borussia Dortmund and got signed up and ended up winning the European Cup. I played with Lambo. Mm. It was me and Lambo in the middle of the pitch for Scotland. Scotland and um, good, good player, good experience. Yeah. You could see um, he was always a good player when he was at St Martin and then obviously Motherwell. But I think going away and playing in Germany kicked kicked him on big time. The confidence he must have got. What do you think of John's team? Yeah, it's Strong, a good. It's, it? it's, yeah. it's, listen, this is a difficult one. Because there was loads of top players, but I'll but you go know what, through Barry, can you I, believe it? No, I have to hold you. It's a break. What is it? What's happening with the time? The weekend is <laughs> is here. Before we know it, it'll be Stevie Lennon. So Barry Ferguson's team from the what? That was the early 2000s. You two. Um, yeah, it's a great atmosphere, actually. I have to tell you, everyone, with the two of them here. But I keep thinking about it. I'd see you in the tunnel. I'd be trackside and stuff on the radio and on the telly. And uh, they were properly great teams. I, I remember that. It used to grow. That's a, a good not, not at all. Did you so win the treble, Barry? Did you win the treble? Yes. Yes, he did indeed. Because the year yeah. before I got in 2000, Celtic won a treble. Yeah. I never won the treble. I won the double, but never right. won a treble. Um, but it, and then that era, Celtic mm. won a treble. Mm. Rangers won, yeah. won a treble. Yeah. So that's how good you know the the players and the teams were at that, that particular time. It was a brilliant time to be covering it because that's what you do want it neck and neck. I promise you, a season like this, there's only three points in it at the moment. You know they're both in the Scottish Cup. Um, well, see the crazy thing. Yeah, we could go to Celtic Park and they could turn us over yeah, well, easily, four yeah. or five. And then the flip side of that, the Mike next Lee's game at Ibrox, yeah. we would do the same to uh, do the same to Celtic. So no, two fantastic teams, lettered way. Fantastic players. We'll get Barry's team next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi. Let's go! The weekend is here. It's Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, John Hartson, loads of your calls coming in. And as you can imagine, people paying tribute to Rangers' performance last night in the Europa League. The match 3-0 against Red Star Belgrade. So... We'll be building up to next Thursday. Tavernier, the penalty, and what a penalty it was. Morellas in 15 minutes. And then Leon Balogun in 51 minutes. So can Rangers, will they go through? Of course they can go through. Will they go through? The manager keeping his feet on the deck, as you heard uh, earlier. He's just playing it down. To go to Belgrade next week is going to be hard. I think the same uh, may be harder than today. 
we have a three goal difference we we take with us but uh you know this this tie isn't over yet Celtic fans what's been happening with your team this week well for the first time since September 2021 no midweek football so what have the team been doing it's been good uh, like it's, it, more than anything like you said it just gives us a chance to, to sort of map out a week and maybe do some different types of training we haven't had to put some real work into some guys um, you know you, you, you've got such a heavy schedule um, you're constantly you know, aware of making sure players are recovering well and, and freshening up rather than you know um, putting some meaningful work into them so we've had good two sessions so far um, today was a good solid hit out for the whole group worked hard um, yeah, they'll have a rest day tomorrow and then we'll have another two solid days. So training's really competitive these days because, um, you know, as you can imagine with everyone sort of just about everyone fit and, and available, um, <clears throat> you know, they all want to be a part of it. So training's really competitive. Um, so credit to the lads. It's uh, It's been a good level. A good week, he's saying, because he's had the chance for the first time in, mm. what, six months to train. Everyone available apart from... Kyogo, Furuhashi, and maybe Christopher Julian as well. And, and it's incredible, isn't it? David Turnbull, good point as well. But they've got a good group now, Paul. And as you says, what I like mm. is it's competitive and they all want to play. They all want to be a part of it. Celtic are mm. top of the league. They've got 11 goal, goal difference, and they're three points clear. So to think um, they've all had to show great form mm. um, every week. Ange wants them to play um, on the front foot. He wants to outscore the opposition. Um, and they've been on a great run. You know, they slipped up a few weeks ago at um, at Hibs. They went out to the Champions League qualifiers early. Mm. They they finished um, mm. third in the in the Europa yep. you know group campaign Dropped into the down. Conference League. Mm. They've had to play in the League Cup. They went all the way to the final. They played a lot of league games, uh, Scottish Cup game. So it's competitive. And the one good thing is now he, he feels Ange feels he's got a really good competitive group. Mm. The substitute, the substitute, uh, the substitutions look stronger when he looks at his team and he yeah. looks to make changes. Mm-hmm. You can bring Jota on, mm-hmm. you can bring Rogic on, you can bring, um, yeah. you know, you can bring a Bard, James Forrest, who looked back to his best at Livingston. Really, yep. So you know, it, it, it's looking good, but he knows he doesn't want to take his foot off the gas. He wants his players to keep. That's why they've had lots of days off because when they train, I believe they train Hard. like hundred percent. Mm. John, you've been full of praise quite properly for Rangers last night. Is part of you, the Celtic part of you, saying, go on, Rangers, keep going, and you concentrate as Celtic on the title? Or are Rangers going to get such confidence from this and the momentum of playing and getting praise? Listen, Rangers, I I will always compliment Rangers for a result like last night and Dortmund. Mm. Rangers want to go as far as they can in the tournament. I'm not too sure. I think that I think momentum, playing well, playing mm. big games, your players on top form, your strikers, Morelos are scoring goals, Kent's winning penalties, taking players on, they're keeping clean sheets. I wouldn't imagine, all right, people could say, well, they play midweek, they have to fly home, maybe, you know, less rest. But Rangers wouldn't give up this opportunity being in Europe. Yeah, the fans, it's a, it's a question for the supporters. They will say, do you want to go and win the league this year? I think they can concentrate on both. Every competition that Celtic entered into, they're in there to win it. You know, Rangers have done exceptionally well. The last two seasons, let's not forget, they've got to the last 16. This season, they could go one further. Mm -hmm. 
they've been outstanding in Europe. You have to say that. Of course. But, As you were in 2003, yeah, but you know uh, what happened last think, day of the season. I don't think season. you can get to this situation and think it favours this team, it favours that team, because if you've had a wonderful result in Europe, mm. you know, all of a sudden the players are buzzing. Oh, you, yeah, you're, not doing, you're not doing an awful lot mm. of training either. Barry will tell you you're not. Mm. You just, you're warming down, you're having mm. little five-a-sides, you get you ready for the next game. As long yep. as they can stay injury-free and, and, and make sure that your key players are not getting injuries mm. and they, they are missing well, games. But um, That's a great I, point because they did that last night. Yeah, no I, I wouldn't have thought, Paul, that it would affect things too much. Yep, okay. um, there's this saying that, oh, it, it can be a, a little bit of a, you know, a, a, a whatever, what you call yep. it, a distraction. Yep. But I don't think it is. No, nothing breeds like success, Barry. No, They've no. been cloud nine after sure. that performance sure. last night, playing yep. in front of that atmosphere. European night under the lights. Um, Daft question. Another look, one from me. Tiredness no, will not come into it. The way they're looked after. Yeah. The way they're looked after, the medical side of it, the recovery side of it. They, they'll be tired today, maybe a bit tired tomorrow, but listen, you're in the quarterfinal of a Scottish Cup with a chance of getting to Hamden mm. um, and putting the League Cup scenario to bed. So they'll be up for it in, in Sunday. I've I've no doubt in my mind about that. And in terms of going up there and maybe making a lot of changes, you might see one or two changes, but he'll put out the freshest, strongest team because Rangers need to, listen, they need to retain the league. But also, it's been too long that they've not won a, a domestic trophy, i.e. Scottish Cup or League Cup. Must win on Sunday. Oh, it's a must win. Every game you of play course, with Rangers yeah. Yeah. is you a know, must win. You know, Ange, sure. you know Andrew will pick his best team Of course, yeah. Monday night. They've had, they've had, what, eight or nine days to prepare mm. since Livingston last Unheard week. of, isn't it? You know? yeah, yeah, and he will play his best team. Yep. There's no doubt about that. He might be one or two changes, but that'll be it. So I think GVB's got to do the same. Going back in the lines, but Colin, before we come to you, Barry, what's your team then? The, the amalgam, putting the two teams yes, together. This is hard yeah. for me. Uh, right. Why? Because I've played with so many... Amazing. Uh, amazing players and played against so many. John's already Celtic. getting messages from some of them that weren't in the team. Yeah, but, but listen, that's part okay, of it. I'll be the same. Game. I'll be getting a okay. few text messages, I'm sure. But listen, yeah. I've, I've had worse. Okay. Don't worry. Right, I'm going to a 3 4 3. Okay. Kloss. Same as John. Yeah. Right, Moore, Bobo, and Newman. Bobo in the right. Okay. in the right. McCann, Neil McCann in the left. Like Petrov. And uh, this was a hard one uh -huh. for me. You've got Lambo, Lenny, Alberts, yep. but I've picked for Gio because I had a brilliant relationship with mm -hmm. him for two years. And up top, and I'm not just saying it because yeah. he's here, this is five players I could have picked. Yeah. I could have went Sutton, Adelaide, but mm -hmm. I've went the last three. I've went Moles, Hartson, and Larson. Moles, Hartson, and I've left Larson. the boot out of that as well. No, I don't, yeah. I, I don't well, care. Yeah. That team, I'll steamroller any team. Yeah. I like so, your front three. Yeah, wow so close back three you get Moore Bobo Baldi and Arthur Newman yeah mm -hmm. Claudio Reyna mm -hmm. Gordon Petrov one of the best players I've played with I know yeah you say Claudio Reyna yeah. had everything yeah. in what? his locker mm -hmm. he could play anywhere right back wide right his central mid play. his son plays mm -hmm. for the American Indeed, national right. team yeah. Yeah. he plays with Dortmund as mm -hmm. well but yeah. I could not believe we signed them from Wolfsburg mm -hmm. for £4 million I'd never heard them mm -hmm. and then similar yeah. to Michael Moles mm -hmm. First training session, I was like, wow, what a player, <laughs> what a player. And Mikey Moles are the boor. Yeah. I had six months with Mikey Moles before he got his, uh, before he done his cruciate against Bayern Munich. was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, and again, touch. John, I had never heard them. We, find, uh, we signed them from Utrecht for £5 million, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, 
and within 10 minutes of a training session I was like wow what a what a player Ronald De Boer as well but listen that you need a mix up front you've got a big powerful um, big guy up top and John was it John or Sutty as Craig Moore Mm -hmm. who's one of my good mates and they found it tougher to play against big John than than Sutty wow and uh, like Hemi Larson, of course. Like in the post. <laughs> yeah. Larson, well, I can't yeah. leave no, Larson. Can I? Listen, I, I don't care. I jo- when you come up against, of course, he was, he, uh, he was phenomenal. Just, uh, yeah, Moles. John, I know you disagree that uh, you'd have Barry and you did have Barry in your yeah. team. Yeah, Would you make it Barry's I'm team? No, uh, I know you're not picking yourself. I know. I get Barry's that. team is excellent. Some team as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. you know, Petrov, Lambert yeah. in the middle of the park with Reina. Mm. Um, Moore and Bobo Baldi. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobo was... Uh, was going to get you. Oh, well, he, he he was a lion <laughs> at the back. You know, he'd go and head it. He, yeah. he was a threat from set pieces. He scared yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Scared people with his physical size. Um, Kloss in goal. I went for Kloss as well. He did. Um, at Nottingham. But bear in mind, yeah. this is guys late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good team. There's a lot of people will be like, oh, what about Alan McGregor? Oh, he was too young. He yeah, was sure. out in loan. Yeah, he was, yeah. And then just after that, yeah. another player... Colin, what do you make of the teams there? Rangers fan, good evening, Colin. Uh, hi, guys. How are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'd really love to see their teams, that's for sure. Some players, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Another, well, another player that you could add to that one is uh, Gabriel Amato. He, he, was a, uh, he was a good player. Barry, yeah. there's that many, yeah. Colin. Yeah, How good was he? Right. Remind us about Amato. Yes, another name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, uh, technically... South American, mm-hmm. um, nice looking guy. Yeah. The hair's always prime, but he could ability play as well. well. Yeah, great, great ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, superb ability, liked a, a cigarette. Um, Did he? Yeah, <laughs> not to be encouraged, young ones. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah. he could he could play the game right. as well. And then uh, listen, there's another guy I Go played with for a year. He was phenomenal, and John will know, mm-hmm. know him. Rod Wallace. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Rod, Rod Wallace Rod came Wallace. up uh, from Leicester. Yeah. That's right. and, and he was unbelievable. He's fast, wasn't he? The thing is you could we go back him. you could go back even further, you know, if we could mm. you you would have you would have Loudrup, you'd have Gascoigne, you'd have McStay, That's you true. know, you'd have yeah. Richard Goff, you know, you would have yeah. all these legends and it's incredible mm. really over the years. And that must have helped the to players attract you to come to Glasgow because yeah. the standard, I mean the difference that that revolution that happened in the mid 80s one of the reasons why I came yeah. to, to, to Scotland was to play in, in the, was in it this game. yeah it really was mm. I'd watched it on the television I could have gone to Middlesbrough Steve McLaren um, mm. was selling Mark Viduka mm. at the time they you'd just, rather be in Glasgow they just won the Europa yeah. League yeah um, sure. and uh they bid six million and, mm-hmm. and Celtic bid the same. It was Gordon Strachan that actually was very friendly with Martin O'Neill and yeah. Gordon replaced Martin, obviously, in the job. He's a bit of a kingmaker, isn't he? And, still and, is and, there. And Strachan yeah. said to me, he says, yeah. get yourself up to Scott. He Did said, he? You, you, yeah. score, you, score, you score a lot of goals up there. And I, I took Gordon's advice. And that That's was a great chat. Colin, that was then. This is now. What about Rangers last night? What do you want to say? Um, just kind of want to make a wee point about the atmosphere. That's Two absolutely outstanding atmospheres, uh, Borussia Dortmund and uh, Red Star Belgrade. And it's been the two best performances for the players as well. Were you there last night? I wasn't, no. No, but you were watching, obviously, the place was bouncing. Yeah, and it was absolutely bouncing. And I was just wondering, why does it take a, 
a European night mm. to get that kind of atmosphere or performance for the players. Why can it not be replicated in the league? There's, it just seems to be something different. You, yeah. Barry and John will know that right. better yeah. than MD. Well, yeah, it's a annoying well, smile, Barry. It was always the same, yeah. like midweek Champions League, under the lights, big teams coming. There was just a different buzz about mm. the place, apart for the old firm game, which was just yeah. out of this, yeah. off, the, off the scale. Mm. But I agree with Colin. The Dortmund game, I was a wee bit watching it, Colin. I don't know, I was watching the game, I was thinking, oh, it's a bit like tame. Mm. But as soon as well, that last pen- night. Yeah, but as soon as that penalty went oh, in, aye. it just. Um, the roof come off because it wasn't it was just, quite as it wasn't uh, quite no. yeah. the same as the Dortmund yeah. game but once that penalty went in then it was just it was electric you could hear it coming coming through the, the TV and that's the, the special games John's played in plenty of Champions League games at Celtic Park that'll be the same but I just love playing under the lights midweek European football the, f- the fans just get right up for it it's just a different it's on a diff- different level and that Champions League theme Raises it as well, doesn't it? That was yeah, the only I, thing missing. I heard Lundstrom yeah. say Thursday night, European football, wait till you try a Tuesday or a Wednesday night when it's Champions <laughs> yeah, League. Good answer. Yeah. That you, you think Dortmund mm. and you think last night, mm. which was brilliant, the fans created a brilliant atmosphere. Wait till you see when it's that Champions League tune. John, the thing is, you know, Rangers fans are loving it. Celtic fans will be saying, oh, but people talk then about these nights in Glasgow at Ibrox and at Celtic Park. Yeah. Share with us, what's it like at Celtic Park under the lights in a European night? Well, they're the special nights, aren't they? You know, they're the ones um, I played against Barcelona, AC Aye. Milan, Juventus, Shakhtar Donetsk, Porto, mm. all in this in the Champions League. Um, and again, it's it's something you retire and those are the nights that you remember. Special, special nights. And in particular when you get the right results and that's when the crowd mm. get behind you. Yeah. It's like, like I got some... You know, we we had some uh, poor results as well, and then the atmosphere is not not as good. Mm. So naturally, when you go in front and when you win by a big march, and you've just beaten like mm. another European giant, it's like us from Glasgow. Mm. We can yeah. do it. We can prove we can go up against the best in Europe. You know, um, but also, Colin, don't you feel as well a little bit under the lights? You know, midweek, the crowd are more up for it. Some, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's my exact point. Yeah, sometimes yeah, call. Yeah, sometimes on. Go on, go on. You talk, mate. I, I don't. I don't know if it's the the crowd get the players up for it, or the players are more up for it, mm. and that gets the crowd up for it. Bit more. of both, Colin, maybe. Because yeah. on a Saturday you could yeah. play, you know, you could play a, a Scottish Premiership game, yeah. and it could be a bit of a dull affair. Yeah. The opposition come, and it's not work. the Rangers game on a but Saturday they, they, anymore. They, they'll sit you know in, they'll play five yeah. at the back. They've yeah. got not much interest right. in sure. attacking. Yeah. And then you know you've got six hundred away fans. No disrespect, mm. and you've got fifty-five thousand Celtic fans, mm. and there's pressure because the fans are pushing you on, and yeah. and and sometimes it can become a little bit of a, 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 a not such a dull affair. Mm. It can just become it's frustrating, mm. and the fans want to see goals, goals but it's yeah. not always easy to just go mm. two. Sometimes when you go in at Celtic Park and you're nil-nil, the fans are really frustrated because they expect you, the expectancy level against lesser opposition. But when you go in against the big boys, you know, people all of a sudden have different expectations. It's crackling, isn't it? When you go a goal goal up Mm. against a European giant, Mm. they go, woof, on the roof. Or maybe they're just getting out 
I just like to get out the house midweek yeah. and go for a, a couple of beers with our pals. <laughs> um, but it is, it's players, di- <laughs> <laughs> but it's different. I, I'm telling you, it's different. And Colin's bang on. And you know, quickly, mm-hmm. I think I took it for granted because you'd played in so many. Yeah, I'm looking at the players that just, for instance, if it was a a, a Reina or a, a Newman, see their first European game, you would look around and look at them, and they would come in after it and think, "Wow, mm-hmm. I have never." ever experienced anything like that and that's guys who played Mm. top level World Mm. Cups so special night special atmosphere we need to bottle this and get more sponsorship this is why see all this chat about we don't want to go and play in Sydney things listen there's 3 million a lot of money there we need to bottle this and try and export it properly Colin quick one before you go scoreline you're going through next Thursday yeah I think so, yeah. I, I think so. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I yep. think Rangers need to score at least a goal over there too. Mm. Okay. Listen, Colin, thanks for that. Cheers, I just Colin. see that Kujela, um is dropping his appeal against the 10-match ban that he got following the uh, that mm. terrible incident with Glenn Kamara. It's just come up there. So what, what, What's he that, doing? He is dropping his appeal. He was trying to appeal the 10-match ban. Um, what what and, does that tell you? He's dropped it. Well, Exactly. We need to go to the break. We're back with Barry and John next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. We're on Monday to Friday. Barry will be back with us with Mark Guidi too and myself, Paul Cooney. And we'll be, well, we're looking at what happened at the weekend. But also still, there'll be Dundee United Celtic coming up on Monday night. Rangers playing four o'clock on Sunday also in Dundee at Dens Park Dundee against Rangers at four Scottish Cup quarter final Motherwell against Hibs on Sunday at 12.30 Feast of Football Barry and then on Saturday 7.45 in the evening Hearts against St Mirren some great matches there what about tonight Air United against Kilmarnock and Air have been doing well uh, you've got an old family connection there yeah uh, my, my granda used yeah. to stay down in down in Air and um you like looking out for their results but I tell you what the last game Air went to Rugby Park yeah. and beat Kilmarnock the shock result yep, yep. and um, look I think if Kilmarnock have got any aspirations of, of winning the title they need to go to Somerset the night um, and win the game but listen what what a story we keep talking about it every single week our broth yeah. Don't but, write a broth off. Sure, but don't write off Kelly. They could go top of the table tonight, 53 points if they win, uh, but it'll be tough at Somerset Park. It's a real rivalry there. I worked uh, in the area. Mm-hmm. had a wee house near Somerset Park for a few years. John lived down there. Yep. And Air United now in sixth spot, um, 32 points from 28. Who do you fancy tonight? Who's going to win? Is Derek McInnes going to do it? I think, um, take nothing away from, from Air. They've been, on, they've been on a good run, as you say, of late. Um and they're trying to push into them playoff spots, although they're 13 points behind third, mm-hmm. eight points behind fourth in Vaness. Um, but I think when Kilmarnock made that change and they brought Derek in, I think he's improved the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Kyle Lafferty has been banging in the goals for them. But again, I, I like I like the old, um, you know, Arbroath story. Yeah. Like, Arbroath have never played in the top flight, uh, so I believe... Big Rab's up there as well, helping with the coaching. Big Rab Douglas and Dick Campbell. Dick's brother as well is with him. Sure, we know. And he's a great character. Mm. I've met him several times. Uh, He's a wonderful guy. So, as much as I, you know, I've done a bit of work with Derek while he's been out of the game, you know, some TV stuff. Okay. You know, tonight, Uh, um, I think Kilmarnock will win, but I'd love to see our broth 
go up to the Premiership. We'd love West Scotland Station, surely Kilmarnock Premiership Club to come back up, but they should get a proper pitch next season. We've got well, a one. I mean, do, you, do yeah. you not like the Arbroath story? I love the story, but as Glasgow's own station and the wider the Greater Glasgow, Kilmarnock's part of our patch, and Is some it? great people there. My old late great friend uh, Sir John. Yeah, o- but if you're in the Premier League, Paul, well, I, I yeah. don't know if John. What John b- thinks yeah. of this. It's got to be grass. Yeah. Yeah. It has to I be, understand lower yeah. level arse are tough it's good for the community and bringing Sports a bit of finance in but got to be grass in the pitch but, but you it? know yeah. now there's something I don't know what the stats are but you look at Livingston you look at Kilmarnock yeah. I'll tell you them the, yep. there's Hamilton the, I, yep. know, I know Hamilton and Kilmarnock are in the, the championship yep. now um, but the, there's several and I can yep. see it I can see why because they can rent their pitch out 365 days a year sure. local, com- local companies they can make an awful lot of money by leasing their pitch yeah. out every night of the week sure. under the lights it's a, it's a service and especially in our conditions you're sure. right John and like, I, I can see well, the reasons why course. but you know sure. I'm with Barry you know I, I think football should be played on grass um, it's not the same mm. when you're on that Astro turf um, so for me I grew up on it I come through on Astro on the Astro turf did you yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that was one of the worst remember the, but, it was the it was old like school this, one it was like this carpet I'm looking at uh, here on Go Radio was it so, literally it's a great like, carpet yeah, but you, you slide tackle <laughs> Tracy the, you the, 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 the burns that you would get down yeah. your, it would rip your skin off the really? side of your leg but who's winning tonight is that you think Kilmarnock I think um, Kilmarnock Kilmarnock's going to win mm. you're both going for Kelly yeah but yeah. I Close. think it's going to get right down oh, yeah. to the, the yeah, wire in sure. terms of the league. Don't write a broth off. Sure. Derek came in for a reason. Tommy writes yeah, a good like, manager, but there's yeah, yeah, they, they were we struggling. We know you want uh, Kilmarnock. Paul. Oh, I, yeah, we, we I, I've got a soft spot for yeah. for but, them. But there. the quality right. players Kilmarnock have sure. got, they should be winning the league. Yes. Indeed. Okay. What about the other games then? The cup games this weekend. Hearts against St Mirren. Barry, we'll kick off with you. Scottish Cup quarter final. What do you think? Hearts at home. Yeah. I, I think it'll be a full house because it's the quarterfinals of the, the Scottish. Mm. I can't see past Hearts getting into the semis. The fi- they were finalists just f- 15 months ago when you think about it. But Seems an age ago, doesn't Ro- it? Robbie's done a brilliant job. He has, hasn't he? he Amazing. Has. They're, done, they're going to be third. Apart didn't yeah. like his comments a, a week or so ago about my, my nephew. No, but, he went over the top, didn't he? The, the passion. Yeah, anyway. But listen, yeah. that's, that's another story. Sure. But listen, yeah. done a brilliant job. Hearts into the semi-finals. Johnny Hayes has signed a one-year contract, an extension at Epitaudry. That's some news today. So good signing. Good for him with Jim Goodwin. Johnny Hayes. Yeah, Johnny Hayes. Yeah, yeah. but the good yeah. thing about Johnny Hayes is um, I think you would ask him to play anywhere on the pitch and he would, he would do it for you. Great attitude, and, doesn't he? Yep, and he's, I think if Jim's going to try and build a new team, mm. I think it's important that he keeps good quality and good experience round about. One of the many mistakes Celtic made that summer wasn't it to let him go too early John what do you think who's going to be happier Robbie Nielsen or Steve Robinson Hart St Mirren what do you um, reckon well I think it's a big win for Steve Robinson's first win yeah. at, at yeah. St Mirren at Dundee the other night mm-hmm. they, they nicked it 1-0 it's a 90 minutes win for plus him. 3 yeah, yeah. coming up from Morecambe um, everyone's their first win as a manager sure. going in is um, he going to get his second one do you so think so they've shown a little bit of form that's the first yeah. win in 5 mm-hmm. um but I think Hearts third in the um, in the Scottish mm. Premiership, um, and they've got good players. They've got good front men in Boyce yeah, and Mackay yeah. and Sim. As yeah, well. I yeah. think so. I, I can't see further than uh, than Hearts. Since you're going for a Gorgie Road win, yeah, yeah. you're going for the home can't win. See further. Right, John. So Motherwell against Hibs. So what do you think, John Hartson? Motherwell Hibs again, really, really tight. Not a lot yep. between these two teams in the league. Um, Sean nope. Maloney dug out mm-hmm. a good point 
couple of weeks ago you know, against Celtic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go for it's at Motherwell, isn't it? It is. I'll go for an away win on this one. I went Hearts home oh. home advantage. I'll go. I think Hibs might turn Motherwell over. Right, so you reckon? I'll go for Hibs. Okay, you're going for Hibs, the 2016 winners against the 1991 winners, Motherwell. Barry, what do you reckon? Lanarkshire boy. I'm going to go for (laughs) Motherwell for the reason I don't see where Hibs are going to get the goals from. Yeah, that's the problem. Martin Boyle, for me, was a talisman away Mm. in Saudi Arabia. And unfortunately, Kevin uh, Kevin Nisbet, sorry, is out for Mm. 79 months with a cruciate ligament injury. So I don't really see where the goals are going to come from. I'm going to go Motherwell to win. Going for Motherwell to win. Big Van Veen, maybe the scorer, Woolery, who did They're so so up and down, Motherwell. You don't know what you're you're going to get. But when they're on it, Motherwell are a decent outfit. Uh, John, Dundee against Rangers then. So I think Rangers would be too strong. Um, I really do. Dundee, uh, rock bottom. Uh, they'll be desperate to get some sort of success this season. They would love to obviously um, win yeah. the game, but mm. I just think even even if Rangers make um, you know two or three changes, I still think they've uh, they've got enough in their locker to to go to Dens Park mm. and and win that game uh, fairly comfortable. So I'm going to go Rangers on that one. Barry, the dark blues against uh, the blues of Rangers. Yeah. Got to be Rangers. No question. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got to take the confidence and. From last night and the, the performance for last night into uh, the game at Dens Park. Look, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think they're going to run over the top of them. I don't think it's going to be an easy game. Um, but Rangers, for me, into the semi finals. Looking forward to that on Sunday. And Barry, we'll speak to you on Monday night, Dundee United against Celtic. But John, what do you think your old team against uh, Dundee United? I think it'll be a tough game. Yeah. Uh, live on Premier Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you doing it? Are you going to be on? No, Monday I'm night? not no? doing it. What? I'm not yeah. doing it. I don't know always, but there we yeah. are. Sometimes yeah. you do it. Sometimes you do three in a row. Sometimes then you okay. don't do it. But you reckon Celtic? I think Celtic, yeah. On the back, they played very well there. Rogic scored that great goal sure didn't did. he, a few Sundays ago mm-hmm. when he went from the halfway line and scored that goal. Um, it'll be a hard game though. I think Celtic will have um, will have a few problems. But again, I just think they'll be too strong. Desperate to get into the semi-finals. And uh, I'll go for Celtic there, of course. Barry yeah, yeah Celtic too strong and uh, I'm going to put it out there an old firm semi-final yeah oh, right you think they're yeah. going to come out the hat at the semi-final stage sponsors won't yeah. want that what's that sponsors no, won't want I that don't. no yeah. but way. I think it's going to be mm, okay I've, I've just got a feeling, got a feeling that yeah. it's going to be I, look Celtic going up there I think they'll be too strong for Dundee United Okay. You know, from, I'm looking at the yeah. table, right? From, yeah. from fourth place Hibs to ninth place St Mirren. Oh, it's, it's one point. Of course. It's so tight, it's John. Can, it's it, unbelievable. It's, it's bad, isn't it? We'll talk about that on Tuesday night because we're running out of time. Do you want the Kelly team? I don't know if aired yet, but they're Hemming, Hodson, Sanders, Stokes, the captain, Waters, McGinn, Alston, Mackenzie, Murray, Shaw, and the aforementioned uh, Lafferty. So... Uh, no sign of the air team just yet. Uh, don't forget the business show on Sunday morning. It was a great show last weekend. Really enjoyed it. Hunter and Hockey on on uh, Sunday morning. And hi to um, everyone at Hyundai. Arnold Clark Hyundai was in today. And Paul and Morgan uh, tune into the show, Barry, all the time. And Morgan's oh. boyfriend um, was delighted last night. Rangers fan so um, and Paul was listening in as well so you'll be Stuff. looking out for it uh, Stevie Lennon is coming up next have a great weekend what are you taking in some football guys this weekend yeah I'm going to go yep. to a game tomorrow go and watch um, my mate's um, son play um, and then out for a meal 
Excellent. John, here's the air team. Young Aidan McAdam the keeper. Houston, Reading, Muirhead and McGinty. Murdoch, McEnroy, Adeloy, Maxwell, Ashford and Mackenzie. The Ayrshire Derby. John, I hope it's a great game for all the fans who've gone out there tonight in the cold. I hope they enjoy it. Great it's show great tonight. Game. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks very much. Good stuff. Barry. Barry Ferguson back on Monday. John Hartson back on Tuesday. Cheers, Chris. And Stevie Lennon is coming up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot all under one roof ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK with taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax so if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.